Bound Pulse Surf Project BSP is a mentorship organization that uses surfing, academics, and environmental education to instill positive values and life skills in at-risk youth during their most formative years. Valpole Surf Project. This is Teachable Moments with April podcast, and you guessed it, I'm your host, April. If you're a returning listener and a part of the Teachable Moments with April podcast family, welcome back. For those who are checking me out for the first time, well, hello and welcome. To everyone listening, be encouraged and look for the teachable moments that are all around us. Enjoy. Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living by Unity Ministries. Some of the questions most frequently asked these days are, how can I see what's happening in the world through spiritual eyes? How can I keep from fear and despair? Fear is nothing but a thought, yet it can dominate people's lives. Let's consider the definition from the revealing word, a dictionary about the inner meaning of terms used in spiritual study. Fear. Painful emotion marked by alarm, dread, disquiet. Webster Dictionary. Fear is a paralyzer of mental action. It weakens both body and mind. Fear throws dust in our eyes and hides the mighty spiritual forces that are always with us. Blessed are those who deny ignorance and fear and affirm the presence and power of spirit. Fear and how to overcome. Fear is cast out by perfect love. To know divine love is to be selfless, and to be selfless is to be without fear. The God-conscious person is filled with quietness and much confidence. You might ask how one becomes more God-conscious. Fortunately, the question has been addressed throughout the years by a variety of New Thought writers and thinkers. This content is a collection of spiritual practices for living without fear and quietness and competence, no matter what is happening around you. This episode's content is from Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living by Unity Ministries. Day 1 The Spiritual Journey by Rev. Jim Rose Murgy Human beings fear many things, ranging from loud noises to public speaking, to feelings to failure to success to death. I don't know a single human being who has not experienced fear. However, I do know people who have not allowed fear to dominate their lives. Wherever there is fear, there is also the possibility of courage. To be brave is not to be without fear, but to be able to act in spite of fear. In truth, the way beyond fear is through it, 
and on this journey we discover something wonderful about ourselves. Unknowingly, fear is the first to call for the courageous spirit of God that is our true selves. Now, I've experienced fear in combat. Not so much that I would die, but that I would be captured and tortured or that I would never see my family again. I have felt the fear that comes when a loved one is in danger and on the precipice of death. These circumstances came and they went. And in their going, I learned that it was to give attention to God in the midst of a difficulty. However, now I am challenged by fears of a different nature. Perhaps they are fears that we share and which we can move beyond together. I wonder at times if I am doing my best. I question whether I am living the life that I am meant to live. Am I resisting the divine plan? Does my life make a difference? Am I living a life of purpose? Can you see the nature of my concern? Perhaps these fears can be summed up with the question, am I in some way saying no to God? And this is my greatest fear. Perhaps writing to you is the beginning of my journey beyond and through the fear. It is good to get things out in the open. Dear friend, talk with someone about your concerns and what you fear. Also know that you are a person of courage and valor. Every time you voice and face a fear, you may experience anxiety, but you are also one step closer to being free of the paralyzing effect of the fear. When we willingly enter into our fears, they lose their power. And the power that is God rises up to say, Fear not, I am with you, and we have a work to do together. This episode's content is from Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living. Day 2, Calming the Worry Monsters by Ian Lawton. There is an old monastery in Europe perched high on a cliff several hundred feet in the air. The only way to reach the monastery is to be suspended in a basket that is pulled to the top by several monks who pull and tug with all their strength. Obviously the ride up the steep cliff in the basket is terrifying. One tourist got really nervous about halfway up as he noticed the rope was old and frayed. With a trembling voice, he asked the monk who was riding with him in the basket how often they changed the rope. The monk thought for a moment and answered cheekily, whenever it breaks. <laughs> life is full of moments like this. Our hold on life is old and frayed and we never know when or how things will snap and we're often dependent on other people. The best, most careful driver can die in a car accident at the hands of another driver, being careless. You can send your kids to school in the safest neighborhood and find them the victims of a deranged gunman. But every day is full of situations we just can't fully control. What if? What if I don't get the job? What if I fear 
and find the right person, I never find the right person to marry. What if I move and I still don't find what I'm looking for? What if I get pregnant and the baby has a rare disorder? What if? Worry is a challenge for all of us at times. Worry is not all bad, but it is not all it thinks it is. Worry about the future sometimes serves a purpose. It helps you to troubleshoot potential pitfalls, and you can play them out in your mind, almost like rehearsing the future. Then you can either dismiss the worry because you've seen how irrational it is, or you can plan for it. Or you can just accept it if it's something you just can't control. It's all about mastery. Letting worries work, worry and work for you. Not being run by the worry. With awareness of what's playing out in your mind, you can steer worry in helpful directions, believe it or not. If you let worry run your life, it will do so with glee. Now, mastering worry has a lot to do with timing. Decide to address issues if and when they arise, but not a moment sooner. As Atticus Finch often told his kids in To Kill a Mockingbird, it's not time to worry yet. This episode is courtesy of Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living by Unity Ministries. Day 3, Faith Over Fear by Rev. Galen McDowell. Life is a mystery. Life is forever changing and no matter how hard people want some things to stay the same, change happens. For some people, the unpredictability of life is very problematic. The human ego, functioning out of fear of the unknown, tries to control situations, people, politics, religion, and anything it can dominate to maintain control and feel safe. Some people are looking for assurance in the midst of constant evolution. The challenge is... No matter how hard we try to preserve a way of life, it will change. Human consciousness fears what it cannot control. Anything different from the norm is scary to the preservation of the alleged status quo. Fear then begins to dictate what we do. Therefore, we cannot allow the lower levels of human thinking based on fear uncertainty and ignorance to dictate our decisions. We must transcend the limited view of human ego and connect with a higher level of awareness, seeing beyond the facts and limited perceptions to the goodness of God. Now, Charles Fillmore wrote that faith is the perceiving power of the mind linked with the power to shape substance. Faith is our ability to see the possibilities of life. Faith sees ideals where fear sees disbelief. Faith sees opportunities where fear sees obstacles. Faith sees potential where fear sees problems. Faith sees abundance where fear sees lack and limitation. 
Now, faith allows us to work with God's omnipresent and omnipotent substance, which is an infinite possibility, and shape it into a manifestation of good that we can understand and use in our lives. If we want to master life, we must exercise our faith. We must say yes to our good by seeing it spiritually, holding it in our mind, believing in it, and bringing it into manifestation. Faith allows us to become independent thinkers. When we keep our faith in God in us, our thinking will not be determined by limited paradigms, but by the context of love, wholeness, and prosperity. Now, Jesus taught that faith works with the spoken word. In the Gospel of Mark 11, verses 22 through 24, Jesus teaches us how to utilize the power, the power of faith. He taught us to speak the word of faith to the mountains in our lives. First, we must put our minds on the spirit that transcends the appearance by seeing God's goodness with our faith. Then we must speak to our seeming problems and tell them to be dismissed into nothingness. Trust God and live in your power. This episode is courtesy of Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living by Unity Ministries. Day 4, Pray to be Wrong by Alan Cohen. Years ago, a gunman killed the parents and four siblings of 15-year-old Cassidy Stay, and after shooting her, left her for dead. Miraculously, she survived. At her family's funeral, she quoted Harry Potter's mentor, Dumbledore. Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Now, this young woman made an extraordinary choice about how she would process such a horrendous ordeal. She chose love. On the day I read the news article about her eulogy, I was upset about a credit card bill, I think. Suddenly, my upset felt absolutely trivial. I realized that if Cassidy could choose love in the face of such a terrible experience, I could choose love over far lesser challenges. Now, Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling heard about Cassidy's oration and sent her a personal handwritten letter in purple ink from Dumbledore, a wand, and several autographed books. While these gifts could not undo the tragedy the young woman underwent, they demonstrate our power to soften each other's pain. When faced with fear, anger, or guilt in yourself or another, ask yourself, is there another way to look at this that would bring me more ease, relief, or peace? If there is, pray to be wrong about the way you have been looking at the event so you can see it from a new and more healing perspective. A Course in Miracles asks us, would you rather be right or happy? 
Now pray to be wrong about everything that hasn't worked in your life so that you can be right about everything that could work and will. Bless the past for leading you to a new life for both the challenges and the blessings that have lifted you to higher ground. As you consider what hasn't made you happy, heed the profound advice of the 19th century novelist Dinah Moloch Crack. Certain that a faithful hand will take and sift them, keep what is worth keeping, and then with the breath of kindness, blow the rest away. This episode's content is from Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living by Unity Ministries. Day 5, Let Your Heart Listen by Martha Smock. You are my beloved child. Out of my own self have I created you. My life is your life. My breath is your breath. My spirit is your spirit. There is nothing to fear, for I am with you, mighty in the midst of you. I am the life that heals you. I am the love that lifts your heart and sets you free. I am the wisdom of your mind, and I am the light of your path. I am the peace of your soul. I am with you, dear child, through every hour of the day and the night, standing with you upholding you, supporting you, and revealing myself to you and through you. I am the love that will not let you go. I seek you out when you do not know how to reach me. I speak in your heart to comfort you. I am the life of your body, and my life is perfect and eternal. Trust me, I am your health. I am with you in all the experiences of your life. I am the power in you to understand. I am the power in you to forgive. And I am the power in you to become. Beloved, I am with you. Live in me. Rejoice in me. You are my beloved child. night studying, busy days applying what you've learned, and some might say you're really determined to get an A in that class. But if they knew what you were working on, they'd get it. It's not just about your GPA, it's about finding your purpose and making a difference. At the University of Dayton, we don't just fly, we soar. This episode is from Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living by Unity Ministries. Day 6, Choosing to Live Courageously by Susan Smith-Jones, Ph.D. What a difference it can make if we choose to live courageously. It takes daring just to live, but it takes courage to live your vision. Getting up each morning to face the day as a willing and enthusiastic participant in life, it takes courage. Every day there are so many opportunities 
to act courageously, but fear often stands in the way. Why do we let fear paralyze us? If we know the truth about ourselves, we can choose differently. Instead of letting fear get the better of us, we can let spirit be our guide with courage at the reins. Is it possible to be in touch with your true courageousness without being in touch with spirit? I don't think so. We can soar to the top of the mountain when we know that the courage we want is part of us. It's our trust in God. Now, trust in God will destroy the fear that stifles our efforts. Fear comes from our misperception of a situation. We look through our human eyes and mind rather than the eyes and heart of God. When we face our fears and acting from the awareness that we are one with spirit, we learn and nurture courage. French philosopher Jacques Martin said, a man of courage flees forward in the midst of new things. When we face our fears head on, they begin to evaporate. When we embrace what scares us, we find we are endowed with a level of courage that we never knew existed. Let your courage be the shield that protects you. Let courage direct your spirit's light to shine on your path and give you the strength to live your vision, to dare to risk and go after your dreams. In the end, most people don't regret the things they do. They regret what they failed to do. We strengthen and develop our courage by using it. Don't let it go to waste. Trust in who you are and be all you were created to be. Choose to live courageously. This episode is Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living by Unity Ministries. Day number seven, thinking from Daily Word, September 24th, 1950. My thought of God frees me from all fear and fills me with strength and happiness. The way to rid ourselves and yourself of discontent and anxiety in every troublesome thing is to open your consciousness to God. You may say, I believe that and I try, but I do not seem to be successful. How can I think of God when so many other thoughts crowd in. God has given you the power to control and direct your thinking. You may not be able to keep harmful thoughts from flashing into your mind, but you can refuse to let them stay. The unwelcome visitors will leave you when you turn your attention away from them and toward God. If any thought makes you miserable or keeps you from enjoying complete good, you can be sure it is a false thought and it has to go. It will go if you think of God. God is good and God is your Father. Dwell on that. 
absorb its meaning into your consciousness, and you can stop worrying. You can stop thinking about what seems wrong in your life. You can change all by thinking persistently about God. Walk in newness of life. Romans 6, 4. Today's episode is from Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living. Day 8, Living Life from Within, Out, by Eric Butterworth. It has been said that the starting point in spiritual realization is a right understanding of the One designated as the Almighty. But in a world of such broad diversity, how can we understand unity? How can we discover the one without lapsing into a duality that implies two? There are many definitions of God, but none quite so insightful as this. God is the sphere whose center is everywhere and whose circumference is nowhere. It is not a picture that can be drawn. In fact, it should draw the mind away from the tendency to envision an anthropophobic being. A sphere whose center is everywhere. You may think impossible, but wait. If the center is everywhere, it must be where I am. Could this be the meaning of omnipresence? A point of life and light present everywhere as each individualized expression? If this is true, then I am the center of God. It is an audacious thought with a sacrilegious tone, and yet can a geographical center be otherwise located in a dynamic and expanding universe? Every point in this sphere where God is is thus a bubbling forth of the infinite flow of life. The great truth taught by the mystics of all ages is this. Life is lived from within out. This means that the whole universe is concentrated at the point where you are. More than this, you are the universe expressing as you. You are its living enterprise. It forever stands behind you with its full resources. However, the fullness of this universal support comes through you and not just to you. The more profound knowledge that you can attain is that your whole existence flows forth inexcusably from a universal process, which is always from within out. How widespread and deep-seated is the belief that we are forever in competition with people and in conflict with the world around us? Our fears, our resentment, our anger, and even grief come because we feel that the instability of life in the world is a threat to our very existence in it. Now, Jesus gave the answer. The kingdom of God is within you, found at Luke 17, 21. The kingdom within is the realm of all potentiality, all substance, all life, all love, and all peace.
Today's content is from Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living by Unity Ministries. Day number nine, a four-step process to fearless living by Reverends Richard Rogers and Richard Mirage. How do we live fearlessly when there seems to be so many things that scare us? We appear to be afraid of everything. We're afraid to go to the doctor and we're afraid not to go. We're afraid of the past and we're afraid of the future. We're afraid to know and afraid of not knowing. How do we break out of the pattern of fearful thinking and live fearlessly? Here is a four-step process that moves us into fearless living. Dedicate your life to God. Something happens when you turn your life to God or your higher power. You no longer live for you, but begin to assess greater power and confidence. When you surrender your will and ask to do the will and the work of God, you are no longer trying to figure things out to keep yourself safe. God is now in charge of your life and you are here, not just for your own desires, but to fulfill your divine purpose. Your prayer becomes, Thy will be done. Deep Listening There is a deep knowing within you. Your soul knows how to keep you safe. Your soul can guide you to a greater life. Your soul can access the infinite wisdom of God, but you need to listen to the deeper conversation going on within you. As you listen to your own inner voice consistently, you will be amazed at what is revealed to you. Courageous Action It is not enough to listen to God. You have to be willing to put the wisdom and guidance into effect in your life. And that, that takes courage. Knowledge is not enough. Knowledge demands courageous action. It is not enough to know the truth. You have to be willing to quickly and boldly act with as little resistance as possible. The way your life becomes better is to act from the highest understanding you know. And lastly, enlightened review. As you begin to live this process, it builds your faith in God and yourself. Each day as you dedicate your life to God by listening deeply and taking courageous action, you watch your life become greater. You will also see ways you can dedicate more of yourself to God. You listen deeper and let go of all resistance to taking action. This episode is brought to you by Rise Above Fear and Worry, 30 Days to Fearless Living by Unity Ministry. Day 10. What is Faith? by Rev. Robert Brumet. Faith is intrinsic within the mind of every human being. It operates within each of us. We are often admonished to have faith, but actually we cannot have faith. Faith is fundamental to our nature. To have faith usually means to focus our faith in a particular direction. Yet faith is always operating in our consciousness, no matter how doubtful or fearful we may actually feel. Now fear is faith turned inside out. 
fear is having faith in certain images created by the mind rather than having faith in the creative power of the mind itself. Our fearsome mental images may have their origin in prior personal experiences or they may be the result of cultural conditioning. These memories may be filled with very strong emotions. If we do not discharge this emotional energy from our bodies, these images will continue to haunt the mind. As we put our faith in these images, we make our fear real and thus we give it power over us. Now the word fear can be used as an acronym that I'm sure a lot of people have heard before. It is false evidence appearing to be real. A story from the East tells of an artist who painted a large picture of a tiger on the wall of his home. He was a very good artist and the picture appeared so real that he became afraid to actually enter his own home. <laughs> so we too may frighten ourselves with our own images when we imbue them with reality. Now in a sense we choose our reality because we, knowingly or unknowingly, choose where we place our faith. Very early in life we develop the perceptions that create our sense of reality. The choice of where we place our faith soon becomes habitual and very unconscious. By the time we become adults, these habituated perceptions are deeply entrenched in the subconscious. What we perceive to be reality is really a result of several factors. One of these factors is our human physiology. Our physical characteristics are largely the result of our biological evolution. The physical characteristics of our sense uh, organs and brain cause us to perceive the external world as it appears to us. Now, according to Carl Jung, we also have certain innate mental characteristics that affect our perception of reality. He called these characteristics archetypes. These archetypes influence the way we perceive and interpret the experience of our lives. Which particular archetypes may influence us and how they influence us are the results of many factors. Our stage of life is one factor. Our culture and our particular era of human history are also factors in determining our perception of reality. Now faith, faith is the power to create our reality by our perceptions, our beliefs and our interpretations. Seeing is believing, and yet believing is actually seeing. According to our faith, our world reveals itself to us and becomes real. Excerpt from the Quest for Wholeness, Unity Books, 2002. just listening to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. We invite you to stay connected with us on the other social media platforms of ours, which is TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube. Also, we'd like to invite you to check out our official podcast landing page on podpage.com.
slash teachable moments with April to see all our content in one place and leave personal messages, feedback, and more. Thank you.